0: Cowabunga dudes, Uh, hey there, it's Kevin Eastman, co-creator of the Teenage Mutant Turtles, and you are listening to Grail Hunters Australia podcast with my friends Neville, Ben, and Michael. It's awesome. It's gonna be the best show ever.
1: Hello and welcome to Grellances Australia podcast. Pull up a seat, crack a beer, and join us as we reminisce, reflect, assess, speculate, commentate, and dissect all things comics and collectibles. Hello, Ben again. and Leon, how are you doing? Hello, welcome back, Leon. Second time this season, you're almost Thank you. as as regular as my bell movements. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> not not as regular yet. <laughs> Working on it.
1: Yeah. Oh look, we had uh, James on the on the episode last week which was amazing we spoke about um games gaming retro games uh because he's got a bit of a history on it um and it seems like people enjoyed it man got some really good feedback on the comments and messages and um there's only even one or two guys who ended up downloading the spotify app so that they can listen to the podcast which is great hmm. yeah and
2: then now they, now they're probably binging it the way i did when i first started <laughs> <laughs> i must say been
1: yeah, when, when Leon, it, it was during the r of COVID, right? I just started getting these random messages from Leon because he didn't tell me initially he was binging our episodes. And that's before he actually had a active interest in comics beyond, I think, the first one you bought. Or yeah. maybe it was even before that. I'm not sure. And then I just started um, getting these random commentary on episodes from fucking three years ago as <laughs> if it, as if I should be remembering what he's talking about. I'm like, I was so well, fucking is, drunk. I couldn't it remember anything. It is
3: your anything. podcast. It is yours. You should know what happens on it.
0: <laughs> no, we, we, we're the
3: worst people to ask, man. I, I can't. I can barely. I, I rely on Neville's recaps mm. on what we talked about last time to, to remember <laughs> Well but isn't look, that funny you know, that you, 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 started, you started by binging our episodes, and now you're here, Leanne. It must be like yeah. a dream come true. I mean, look, <laughs>
2: I'm, I'm going to be It's honest. one of those
3: Starlight Foundation things. You just <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be honest.
2: The only real thing I took from it was the episode on um, international comics.
1: Yeah, yeah, you got That was in. pretty
2: much it. The rest of it is you binging about the the acetate saga or yeah. bitching about
0: that.
3: <laughs> we yeah. bitch a lot. TV, we do TV bitch a
2: lot. <laughs> screwing up all the orders because they send stuff to their employees' homes for grading and getting things stolen. <laughs> yeah,
1: I think I, I think we do use this as a avenue to vent. Yeah, um, and do. as yeah, as a matter of fact.
3: And in lieu of a good psychologist, I think some yeah. sort of psychotherapist, we just talk to each other and you know talk. I hope to God,
1: like I hope to God that people listening to it just <laughs> actually sit there nodding in agreement to our yeah. venting, rather than just in furious but disagreement and just be fucking at anxious. least.
0: At
2: least you're well informed enough to make statements that are not complete bullshit, though. That's that's the thing, and I think a lot of people can relate to the things you say, and you've got history. Um, and research on things that other people might not have that gives them even more of a reason to either understand something or agree or hate
3: something, depending on the topic. Yeah. Um, It's good. Well,
1: now you're on the other side of the fence so you can bitch with us tonight. (laughs)
3: Yeah. Yeah. Neville and, what and I are we were about? to, uh, to we we're threatening to actually diversify a completely separate podcast where it's just about two middle-aged guys venting at the world. So we can we can sort of exercise all of our demons, all of our pent-up frustrations, leaving us to be more positive role models in uh, this podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and we years. might or might not actually publish that podcast. It might just be <laughs> therapeutic <laughs> sessions. <Yeah. laughs> you can
2: call it two grumpy grandpas. Yeah.
1: Grumpy grandpas. <laughs> anyway so so actually last week's episode was really good and ran over i think ended up being an hour and 15 our targets to do it 40 minutes or so so um it went really well but um, look i think we're gonna have to have james back anyway we only touched the surface on some of the gaming things right we refer to there are some websites that you might or might not get information on we didn't dig too deep on that um so i think there's still a lot of questions that's pretty valuable in that sense. Um, but second to that, also very interesting, Roy, who happened to be the person that, who downloaded Spotify, um, he's an original art collector. So I don't know if he, you guys have seen his posts on Growl Hunters. He, um, he's he been collecting original art since the 80s and he's got good contacts because he um, is one of the facilitators slash um, managers of the artists who come over to conventions in Australia. So, um, he's got a massive collection of original art, so I look forward to actually getting him onto an episode so we can chat to him.
2: Yeah. Great. Something else I can get stuck in. because uh, I don't We can't afford that. Stuff. We won't afford that.
1: <laughs> yeah, so essentially, uh, I think if Roy can join us and talk about original art, it'll be fucking amazing. Um, it's something I know very little of, and I've got probably five or six pieces that I've got at conventions and stuff, but I don't know that world. And I can't afford that world, so um, it'll be yeah. good to get some information on it.
3: There is um, there is a whole world, of, especially the 70s, sort of an 80s novel covers. And I'm just trying to think of the guy's name. There's a whole bunch of sci-fi uh, stuff, uh, you know, like original art that they did back in the day. Yeah. And the prints of that are worth a fortune now. You know, once again, it's it's way too late to get into it now. Yeah. It, it, it'd be tantamount to like buying original H.I. Gargo pieces back in the yeah, day.
1: Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I can imagine. So, the the classic 70 comic covers, the pulp ones, not the actual comic, art. Yeah. things like a Savage Tales, the painted covers, right? They had mm-hmm. like Boris covers and, and um, Frazetta covers and those guys. They're amazing and they, they've gone up, I would say, early 2000s, they were like, 5,000 each and now they're probably like 150,000 each so the early investors got into that it's just swimming in it um, there's one or two guys I know in Melbourne who own original Jack Kirby art that they bought for a steal back in the day yeah. I'm um,
3: one of the you, you know I'm a, a um, an obsessive Radiohead fan the guy um, Stanley Donwood that <laughs> does all of the art for Radiohead yeah. he's an amazing artist and a lot of the prints you can still get but like they're just worth just stupid money now, you know? Yeah. Maybe if you I, I think it's it's sort of kind of like like that collector market on steroids where where you know you've got maybe a, a comic that might have a run of a you know thousands as yeah. a run of, of 50, 50 limited edition prints and stuff yeah. like that. So yeah. yeah. It just it sort of compresses that down to like you've really got to be on it. Mm get the stuff there and then hmm yeah i was looking i was looking at an art book the other day it is um what's the name of it electric state have a look at electric state mm-hmm. which was an art book about and it's very sort of um now because of the the popularity of um of uh the last of us it's a yeah, pictorial, yeah. it's a pictorial story about a girl oh, yeah. trabe- traveling across the United States, the post-apocalyptic United States with oh, yeah. Uh, a Yeah, it's good art. Eh? Yeah, it's fantastic art. I've been look looking at it now. and I think it is being made into a movie next year. So it'd be a first oh, a good time to jump. Yeah, jump in yeah. and get a um, a first edition now. I reckon. Yeah, and you can pick pe- pick up one for you know a couple hundred bucks or something like that. Yeah. Um, I've got quite
1: but, a few. I've got quite a few focus around um, comic artists though. Like Alex Ross, David Mack, all their covers, some of their design work and stuff. And you can get lost in those pages, man. They're fucking magnificent. But that's all just second, second prize compared to owning <laughs> the opportunity of owning an original print. Um yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so, so that'll be hopefully next week, actually, before we get too carried away and talk about everything we need to talk about next week. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I've got a question for you guys. Have you got have either of you seen the new Ant Man yet? end you've been nope. up, but I know you're studying right Ben you haven't no no I've
3: been yeah. smashed at work I've I have uh just enough capacity for this you podcast. haven't had time to download it yet yeah. <laughs> yeah. <No, yeah>. true, <laughs> true. Uh, I tell you uh, someone uh, someone keeps on messing up my uh my torrent day ratio I think it's the kids I keep on getting hit and run by my, my it,
1: internet provider is blocking it and I'm with Telstra so I Torrent Day keeps saying to come back, and I go there, and it's nuts, it's blocked, so I don't know what to do. Um, P-P-M, P-P-M, mate. P-P-M. I have, haven't been on Torrent Day for years now, I just give yeah. you know? mm. up. Um, but anyway, so Ad Band Man, I really, really enjoyed it. I took it for what it was. It's really a fun comedy action movie, and they didn't try too hard. I felt, and I think we've discussed this previously, even for Marvel, um, you know, looking back at Eternals and the newest black panther they really tried to hard tried hard to make it a relevant movie and make a statement and have a legacy from one movie whereas mm. ant-man is just a fucking fun movie go there watch that's the what that's what it should be a yeah, and popcorn and have fun right um
2: what's the runtime on it by the way is it uh, also two quite thick?
1: Okay. two hours yeah
2: but and it's two hours of visual assault and sort of spectacular scenes.
1: Because I want to is... be
2: well rested when I go watch it, so I can actually focus. Because I mean, even um, what Wakanda... I would say ninety
1: percent, ninety percent of the movie plays off in the quantum realm, where it's yeah. everything's CG, CGI, CGI virtual, yeah, and yeah. so we watched 30... Wakanda. I, so, yeah, yeah, i just gonna say, 25, 30 minutes into the yeah. movie, I actually took my phone out of my pocket and I'd send Leon a message saying, "You will fucking love this." <laughs> <Yeah. So> knowing, <laughs> knowing the 12, 12 years of knowing Leon and his love for Star Wars and just the the walls that Star Wars create, <laughs> yeah. you're going to, you're going to fucking love this. <laughs> yeah and, and
2: that's the thing is like with Wakanda we watch that during the week on a Wednesday or something mm. and after work I'm quite tired man I'd stare at the screens and get exhausted from sitting there doing that job and then I I struggled to stay focused in it but it was very good so I managed to do that and I don't yeah. want to struggle when I watch movies like that like Doctor yeah. Strange as well I want to sit and just absorb
0: yeah,
2: everything yeah. and try and and see every little detail that they um sort of shoving into every yeah. every scene. I don't
1: know. I don't know that um, um I don't know working at a Sperm Bank was so brain draining. <laughs> Dude, it takes a lot <laughs> out of you, man. Literally yeah. and figuratively. <laughs> a couple of teaspoons at a time. Yeah, and the blisters, <laughs> man. <laughs>
3: Do you I don't know? Yeah. Uh the the I in yeah the recent sort of last year or so i've got a little bit of marvel fatigue though so it'd be nice to have it reset with something that's just light and fun and yeah you know
1: and i think the the fans in general are picking up on it they are they're disneyifying it to the point where they're trying a little bit hard with everything um and they're forgetting the fact that you know the first few movies were just good movies because they didn't have to have a message and they didn't have to reflect the issues of the day and all that crap, whereas it feels like they've gone into that cycle of having to be have a purpose and be relevant for whatever the social agenda might be. And yeah, yeah what well, do you go watch a movie to get away from shit, not um, be sucked into them. So I think cool. Edmund, and 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 I think that's what I enjoyed the most about this movie was it was just good old fashioned yeah. fun. And then you look at the reviews, like the critic reviews gave it forty something, I think last time I checked, and yeah. like Rotten Tomatoes and viewer 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 reviews, people actually watched the movie it was eighty five percent. So yeah, it shows the you the difference between days. yeah, it shows you the difference. <laughs> they all want those movies right to
0: <clears throat>
1: yeah to be more than it is, and we just want to have fucking fun. So the fact that the audience feedback is eighty five percent, it's not bad. I mean, it's yeah. like
2: you said, you know, that's why comics were created in the first place by the ones who created it. They created worlds to escape to and characters to escape into. Mm. That's what made it so great and so relatable to everyone that, that read comics back in the day. And that's still, I think, at the heart of it, and we shouldn't forget that.
3: Mm. No, no, it feels like it's a lot of it's a vehicle to drag issues that you're having to grapple yeah. with in your daily life see, yeah. into this fantasy world you know i don't yeah. want to i yeah. don't want to be pressed yeah. into an opinion opinion or uh you know uh moral or ethical or otherwise yeah uh, and, watching like <clears throat> that you know it's,
1: yeah and reading comics i mean i read i don't know my pull list is probably 20 something a month and it'll be split one third one third DC, probably 40% Marvel and the rest, Indian Image and stuff. And I do feel when I read DC, especially Teams books and a lot of the newer stuff, there's corporate fingers all over it. It's not writers <laughs> writing books. It's a corporate entity telling the writers what the outcome should be. But you can write within the confines of the channel we give you. Dark uh, crisis. <laughs> uh, <laughs> dark crisis. Uh, there, so there's a lot of that happening. And um, I think... I don't know if they mistake us for all being seven-year-old kids who just look at the pictures, but people pick up on it, and I'm sure the the readership and the the sales numbers reflect it. Um, a few good writers do a great job, but there's also a lot of a lot of books that are struggling um, to be good quality at the moment. Yeah. So, so hopefully, uh, and th- I heard that they called back the executive director of the Marvel franchise in Disney, not the Marvel, but the, the Disney guy who actually looked after like the first three phases and he went to retirement and they called him back. So I don't know if he's going to steer the ship again or what's happening, but obviously they realized that things aren't heading the way they wanted to head. And oh. going back to what you said, Ben, the Marvel fatigue compared, compared to a few years ago where we had to look forward a year to another movie or to, to, back then it was just the netflix shows right now you've got concurrent shows and movies intertwined with each other um it's easy to get that fatigue like when i talk to non-comic people at work and they just like oh another one or is it because they don't get it anymore like they they're tired of it and i wonder if that's going to go the way of you know um martial arts movies in the 90s or or um westerns in the 70s you know people are just going to be disenfranchised and stop watching it and they're going to have to figure out what to do next
3: yeah it's 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 it is a a challenging question because on one hand you know uh how does the entertainment um morph evolve to reflect what society wants versus mm. versus you know like the traditional view, because we, we, we find things nostalgic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's well, the great. That's but the, Scream 15 is coming
1: out next week. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. But it's,
3: the, the paradox is that we, we've still, we're still having like re-releases of Masters the Universe stuff, you know, yeah, classics yeah. and all of that type of stuff. But uh, you don't
1: catch- want to reboot the though.
3: Yeah. Yeah. The, the, it's capturing the, stol- the, the same nostalgia, yeah. you know, of our childhood versus kind of flogging a dead horse as well you know <laughs> uh, to the point where you just don't want to you don't want to you're not excited about it anymore like I may, i'll am i probably watch it you know i'm certainly not going to go to the movies to see something like that yeah um yeah so oh, i can of, to, I
1: could certainly tell you i'm not going to movies to watch shazam 2 which is yeah. to <laughs>
2: but that also raises the question with flash coming up it looks pretty good but is it gonna suffer from the same problems that black adam suffered from where they just shove a movie full of things and you get lost in it without real substance i i think
1: the fact that flash has been five yeah, years that, in the making right. and they've delayed it for the for the past yeah. year i think they've rewritten and redone a lot Significant of it parts, yeah. with the the new end in mind to transition to the james gunn universe so yeah. i don't think the movie we're going to watch but I think it comes out in June right I don't think the movie we're going to see is going to be the movie that they produced 2 years ago cuz we were talking well, about the flash movie covid or pre covid yeah so if it's the
2: same the, if it's the same it, as the Snyder of uh, Snyder uh, cut of justice league then I'm not going to be too upset about it mm-hmm. you know having to wait a bit longer
3: <laughs> but what yeah. were the I, I I didn't go into any detail but there was a lot of this, this stuff about Ezra Miller I don't know what it was I yeah just yeah. but saying stuff you know? oh, man
1: it, he's uh, been arrested the past few or is it he they've been arrested the past few months a couple of times for
2: child abduction uh, oh, things, everything man kidnapping he, he, or it something just feels crap. like feels
1: like he's uh or they have lost their mind, <laughs> and yeah. um much like the the Johnny Depp wife scenario d c stuck with these people who are bad brands. So a lot of the flash promos don't even feature the flash. They focus on the Batman aspects of it and the alternative universe Superman aspects of it and stuff like that, because they yeah. know that you know, Ezra's is not he, like he's he not won't, promotable he won't, you know,
2: as a as an actor. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: So so yeah, he's. I think he's a he's a tough tough person to have in a movie that's already been done um, and then trying to make something out of it and I think they're probably going about it the right way by making him just a character in the bigger picture Yeah. so who would be a good replacement for him well I would the say the guy who it... played Sheldon
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'd say they, they're well, going to go with they. they... The one thing I've learned from James Gunn's announcement so far and his understanding of you know, teasing shit like Lobo and stuff, I think he comes from the same generation as us. So he'll actually focus on a different version of Flash, not the Barry Allen yep. Flash, but the Wally West Flash, who's yep. uh, a bit more of an impulsive, uh, yep. loose cannony redhead guy rather than the conservative crazy. Uh, it could be dude. interesting. Yeah. So um, I do hope. I do hope the new the movie's going to be good and it helps set up what they want to achieve, I just feel like, to a degree, even if it's amazing, it's going to be too little, too late because people are going to associate DC with what we've had the past 10 years.
3: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. What, um, on another note, just to to, um, digress, you guys, or you in particular, you had another good score this week, was it?
1: Uh well it was a very interesting score. So I was just screwing around on my Facebook marketplace because Grinder was offline and um <laughs> 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 um there was just a dude selling <laughs> comics but very nondescript on marketplace. Um photos weren't great and he said something like 350 bucks for everything or two bucks each and I could see from the photo count there's probably 300 books each or easy there so um it's worth having a look and i sent a message and i said look i'll take some of them and he's like oh, i've got a lot more that i've added in the listing yet do you want to see them so he kept sending me photos and i cherry picked stuff throughout but i quickly realized that he was kind of a treasure trove for um australian prints of the early 80s of a specific era from like 81 to 85 type thing because he had most of them um so i got asking about that and he's like yeah man just come around and have a look and then after he said come around and have a look i checked where he was and he's in ballarat which is <laughs> mm-hmm. not close and i've already said oh, i'll see you tomorrow so <laughs> we had to road trip to ballarat on friday after work to go to his house mm-hmm. um and pick through the comics which was fun i mean um we had caught up with jeff in backers after for uh dinner and stuff so it made it worth the trip but um yeah, ended up getting, hundred something of the comics, and it gave me a bit of a discount. I would say forty percent of them are Australian prints from the early '80s, but they're also newsstand because he's. It turns out his dad or his wife's dad owned a new news agency, and they just right. pulled all the comics from there. And they've all Amazing. been in boxes. They've all been in boxes in his garage since they were kids. So they were both together. They were like high school sweethearts. So they both, it was both their collections. Um,
2: so what? What quality? What condition are they in?
1: Oh man, I posted some today on Grail Lancers. I would say very fine, near mint for most nice. of the Australian ones. And considering they weren't printed on that great paper, um, yeah. it was a really That's good cool. outcome because usually they are wrecked <laughs> by Amazing. by the time by the time you find them these days. So. That was the.
3: Uh... Daredevil stuff wasn't, Did yeah, yeah. I posted post some
1: of the dead, so I both posted Death of Electra earlier today. But I've got a whole bunch of X Men's, there's some Hawks, there's Avengers, no big, big keys because I don't think Federal mm-hmm. went went that long that they had a lot of big keys. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like first series of Juggernaut, but it's from the X Men reprint series, so um, but really good quality for the price. But the funny story is, while we were there, he's like, Oh, I'm clearing up my garage downsizing, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Oh, what else are you selling? <laughs> As you do. <laughs> and he's, he brought out a few boxes of vinyl. I'm like, Oh, guess what? I buy vinyl. <laughs> so I to, he didn't give me a price. He didn't tell me what it was. So I was pretty conservative in what I took. And again, while I was doing that, a lot of found these big plastic tubs. So these bunting tubs of the digest size <laughs> comics from the seventies and eighties. So mad magazine, um, yeah. snoopy archie there's That's actually incredible. some Marvel stuff in there so she was making piles of that while I, <laughs> i'm going <through> the vinyl. <laughs> um so i just packed up and i didn't want to look too greedy so i had about 20 of the vinyls and i'm like how much do you want he's like oh make me an offer i'm like i can make you an offer it's your stuff but also knowing that he's giving me the comics cheap so he's like i'll make it two two dollars a vinyl okay good cool. done um yeah. <laughs> and once again because it's they're vinyl from when they were younger they all I checked so I've got Bruce springsteen born in the u s a nineteen eighty four prints I've got die Straits, yeah. money for nothing amazing oh, meatloaf. Wow. Meatloaf, meatloaf bad out of hell uh, so the, a bunch of John Farnum's man like original nice. whispering jack all of those they're all they're all original prints, so um grabbing all of them for two bucks each and then I just grabbed a whole bunch of soundtracks too, because I do love good soundtracks from yeah, the era. Yeah. Back when well done. Well played.
3: Nice, spend You're having some fucking wins, you poofter. Yeah, but oh, we're... cut that out. We're all... <laughs> can I even say? Oh, that you again? can call it. <laughs> I'm not triggered. Well, you or said movie. '80s. <laughs> I, turned, I, I turned back to my '80s insults. Sorry, man. It's uh, <laughs> yeah. a term of endearment. I, I promise. <laughs> that was um, well, you, you know, on movies
1: back in the day. Yeah, yeah, I know,
3: I know. You see, I'm just a child of my times. So that's all. I'm not a bad <laughs> person. The reason,
2: he, the reason Neville always finds these thing is because he doesn't do actual work at work. Oh, he makes other people do work and then he sits oh, on okay, facebook marketplace and everywhere else looking for comic treasures i think hard at work okay <laughs> yes about what to buy if something is worth
1: the price
3: <laughs> oh, not about uh,
1: work <laughs> no, but that was that was a good find, man and and like i was like oh i could sell some of them but most of them i actually want to keep these i would probably save the 50 or 60 of them that i'm keep that i'm keeping and maybe less than half that I'll just add into our boxes organically with, with the stuff we're selling.
3: Mm. No, no, another nice score. I have to tell you, I have to make a confession. I'm, I'm feeling like I've lost my mojo with buying shit, man. Like, like I've jumped a bit too early on some other stuff and I'm just not doing well, you know, I don't know if it's just, I'm not focusing on it enough. Um, Yeah. But yeah, it's usually go through those patches where I'm just like, man, everything i'm like the anti midas <laughs> <laughs> anti midas everything i'm touching turn is turning to shit <laughs> so it's, it's, it's something i'm just going to work through at the moment you know yeah. i'm going to work through it but um but it is nice to live vicariously through your spending habits your spending. <laughs> yeah so hey, uh, it's good to see
1: <laughs> so, so we've been going on for four seasons on this podcast about me getting a judge Red pinball machine right so I Ooh. found one there, and I found one on an auction in Woodend on an auction nice. website. And I sent it to Ben. I'm like, I'm going to drunk bit on this shit. <laughs> 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 and that was like on probably 900 bucks with six days to go. And yeah. I check in in three days. And I, I think Ben sent me a message. is like, are you going to get it? So I check in again. It's like I'm three grand. I'm like, oh, look, it's still half of a five. I'll go, I'll go five or six. I'll, I'll go hard because I really want to judge Red Pinball. Um, <laughs> and then on Thursday, no, no, when was it? Saturday, I get a ma- notification because I'm watching the item, right? So it's like, do you, are you still interested? I'm like, fuck, yeah, I'm interested. So I click the button. <laughs> I <15 laughs> open time. it up. Open it up, nine thousand nine hundred with two days uh, to go. I'm like, Oh, there you go, nah. it's funny it goes. how all of a sudden your body is and your mind is like the value of return of money. Like, fuck that yeah. machine. I never wanted it anyway.
2: <laughs> well, speaking yeah. of that, ever since I've started collecting comics, I, I'm I have to go some some context, I have to go to a wedding in September. And that and you're costs measuring pretty- the
1: expenses. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. that
2: costs a pretty penny just to you know set up the plane ticket and working out accommodation for some of it and all that stuff. And in another country, money whatever. Pleasure. yeah, South Africa, <laughs> it yeah. is third world, but it still costs money. <laughs> and I can't help but think what I could have bought comic wise <laughs> for the price of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Oh, I'm
1: just thinking that
2: is I'm a thinking. really good ASM 300 right there. <laughs> <laughs> it makes well, me sad I, I know what you're thinking because i'm thinking
3: okay uh if i could if i could um uh, go back and do it again if only i just bought keys you know with hmm. some key investment funds i had in the, the household a while ago yeah, I'd be so much better off than i am at the moment in terms of you know financial oh, don't don't get me wrong there's no disaster stories here but yeah 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 but i I've I've done honourable things with my investments that have not panned out at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. It's you like, did, you do, on. you did, you did good oh, stuff. <laughs>
0: Leon's I thought drunk. Leon just <laughs> had a fucking stroke. <laughs> <Woo>. uh,
1: sorry, <laughs> so Leon's, Leon's fell over. Um, yeah, but like you, you were thinking with your heart, not your brain. Mm. That's why, right? Mm. If you left, who wants to be a millionaire with that? suitcase of cash after you won your mm. undisclosed number. <laughs> Who wants to be a millionaire if anybody <laughs> wants to Google it? And bought <laughs> yourself Amazing Fantasy Fifteen to the similar value, similar or equal yeah. value. Or even half the value. Tell you yeah. and you take off, I take off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back yeah. then for twenty well, for yeah, for that that value, you could have probably had a graded five, maybe. Yeah. Amazing Fantasy 15. Uh, what year was that? I can check this out.
3: Yeah, I, I have to look at Check the YouTube out. I can't even remember. It must have been 10, 15 years ago now. 10 years. No, more than 10. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. No, the, I, no, no. It would have been about, it'd be about 10 years ago now. Yep.
1: Okay. So I'll check Amazing Fantasy 15 and come back to you about what value it was. <laughs> 2012. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then we can then we can look at what your investment would have given you while um you are discussing your uh current value of your investments if you want <laughs> but yeah you know
2: that, that's something i've actually now started doing because you always gave me flack about buying all the variant covers and all the extra bits and bobs and i'm actually kind of cutting down my pull list even though it's not massive I'm cutting down so that I can save money to rather buy keys, to be honest. Because oh. I've also bought or like um, Dark Crisis as a, just an example. was a waste of money for me because it wasn't that entertaining.
1: Yeah, but if you're buying it to read, that's a different story. There's a difference between that investment comics and reading comics. And for me, if I read comics and I'm not happy about them, I'll just <laughs> fucking put them in a the box and forget about them. It's yeah. like, God yes, crisis, but I,
2: right? I don't want to use that space on things I don't want. So I'm going to make you read them and tell me which ones are good, and then I'll get oh. them. <laughs>
3: anyway, <laughs> you're about to enlighten me about how, uh, how what, what, what my dividends would have been if I was, yes. uh, if I had so. invested 25 in. Uh, was it number 15 so uh, you
1: do you want, do you want to go full haul 50k or 25k that you want no
3: i've got to i'm going to give half to the the wife right okay. Which i
1: think it's been you she don't work in this, height, have to in this hypothetical scenario you are once yep. again a very fucking nice guy yeah <laughs> all right so 2011 right 2011 okay. 12 yep yeah twenty eight thousand dollar investment you could have had Amazing fantasy. Uh, Six point five. First experience of Spider Man. Yep. What's at it worth the, today? At yeah. the moment, <laughs>
3: it's. I've got my wine in hand. I've got my wine in hand. Okay.
1: The twelve-month average is one hundred forty-six thousand US.
3: So two hundred
1: k from twenty-five
3: yeah, thousand. 20... Wow. Yeah, I'm. I'm a genius. <laughs> what did you do with your twenty five thousand? i put it all yeah. on the fucking mortgage man hey look I, I have to say in in these times right i don't mind telling you people i might don't mind disclosing that that in my early 50s i own my own house now i don't have a mortgage right yeah, yeah and i and so all of this stress that i see around me in society about interest rates going up it's like meh yeah. You
0: just pimp,
2: <laughs> pour another glass of wine, sit back, and just have a laugh.
0: Yeah.
3: Uh, so, uh,
0: so yeah. Got I look to, forward so. to be in
1: my early fifties as a fucking immigrant to a country with a lot of debt, but also yeah. comics. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't care what the bank does yeah. with my house after I die. <laughs> I'm just gonna sell my comics yeah. and
3: live a life of luxury. Yeah. So, um the, the funny thing is, is that. With with kids and that you you think mm. you, you that's a that's a, a kind of a real milestone for you as you know in the indoctrinated world of the Western society where you own your house you know what I mean yeah and that's see that's, we that's won't the,
2: the two of us won't know anything about that so. yeah. yeah we've got dogs we were yeah. smart <laughs>
3: <laughs> but uh, but having said you know having said that your I, I don't even want to speculate in on what your accumulated total never would be for for assets in comics it's a it's an it's a question I shouldn't even ask but I can imagine it would be oh, significant
1: it's only relevant when I sell it at the moment it's yeah but that's it's a tangible asset man it's a tangible but, asset that I can cuddle yeah, up to yeah. when I'm drunk but it's yeah. not monetary value <laughs> until oh. i actually sell it so
2: and you know we often do that oh. cuddle up we with cuddle each up other to, yeah. or cuddle up with <laughs> no cuddle up to them yeah so leon i see, jealous <laughs> i'm going to change
1: change this uh conversation quick i see behind you you've got your new slab up i had it up but i was worried the cat would would knock it over oh yeah so in yes. episode one we talked about our todd mcfarlane signing that was on its way back I think it arrived two days after that episode. And that was one of the ones Leon submitted. So it came back 8.5. It's 1991 Hulk 340 Italian edition. No,
2: yeah? Danish. Danish. Danish version. So it's yeah. got the pink cover instead of the yeah. blue. Uh, so it's very. Got the
3: phantom, it's got the Phantom on the back. So that must devalue it, does it? Yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so the funny thing yeah. about
1: that comic is there's only 11 on the CGC census and there's only four signed, and he's got the second highest in the world. <laughs> so wow. in yeah. terms of rarity, and because it's that cover, the cover's pretty iconic. It's a, it's a great oh. comic. Uh, how much did you pay for it originally? Like 40 bucks, $50? $50. Bucks, uh, and, $50. Then, and then the cost of grading. Wow. Granted slam. 50 bucks so, for that. Ex- excluding postage. Oh, no. Well, on top of that, he paid for the grading and the signing, which is another 100 yeah. and something. Yeah. But being an 8.5 second highest grade in the world,
3: I would I'll say it's I'll take about it 600, 700. Yeah, it's funny. The, the best comic I own is still at Neville's house, which is the thing is that <laughs> it's probably the case for many people's best comics. <laughs> still at your place, <laughs> I hold
1: on to a lot of people's comics. So then, don't you worry? Yeah, yeah. And then like yeah, there's a tree another the
2: There's a, another stash on the way back from CGC, which is yeah, my, me- so. my Mexican comic, my um AS.
1: M three hundred Mexican foil cover one. Yeah, so we literally sent comics into CGC on the twenty fifth of January, right? Press clean usually takes weeks, then grading, encapsulation, and it's already on the way back. So, one month or three days, and the books are at the moment I think in Hawaii in France. So that's an amazing turn of my, time considering how busy want
3: Only get my off the wall shit done, but it's it's like magazines and stuff like that. So yeah, the like, magazines.
1: The, the cost isn't too much more it's just the waiting time I think magazines is probably a bit more complicated for them to encapsulate I've got stuff that's been with them now for about nine months so I'm still waiting yeah you,
3: you you know how I like the temporary stuff the Italian you know rank Xerox and all of that type mm-hmm. of thing you know I've got that that I'd love to get graded because how many of those are going to be graded ever, yeah you know yeah are they so,
1: what size they magazine size yeah yep
3: yep yeah. 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 Well, so it's the, the, um, I, I know a
1: guy who's a CGC-authorized dealer who can sort you out now if you want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Pack it over there. Yeah.
3: And the, Could, the turtle stuff, well, yep, you know, because you've probably got a bit of turtle stuff. It's, it's all magazine size. It's, yeah, yeah. The, the thing I mean, with yeah. them,
1: though, is because they're all signed, um, CGC will give us like a blue label. Oh, sorry, green yeah. label. So it won't be blue label, the standard one. Because it'll say it's a qualified signature; it's not authenticated. Because they weren't—they yeah. didn't have a witness um, when it was signed. Yeah. So if you're not too fussed about the aesthetics of having a green label instead of a blue label in your slab, uh, they also still look good. So it
3: doesn't matter. Wow, I After can couple... I can put a photo of him actually signing it. <laughs> and ask them just put that in the slab as well. Can yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, ironically,
1: yeah. I I posted that photo of me and Finn by kevin eastman because i posted my yeah. my skateboard yeah. on instagram yesterday yeah. or the day before and i accompanied it with a photo of us sitting mm-hmm. by him and finn mm-hmm. looks so fucking serious man his serious <laughs> face on in that photo <laughs> yeah but yeah. i
2: mean it's a pain in the ass that they do it but it's actually really great that they only uh that they have a separate label for those
1: i, I think i think when it's
2: validated to... that it
1: gets yeah that. yeah or witnessed rather. Yeah. Than it. So if you yeah. go to, if, if you go to one. massive conventions in America, they've got an army of witnesses. So it's not like yeah. you fight or queue or something. You literally go to the booth and the person there will give you three hours of their time because they know you want to have four or five books signed. You're going to have to queue for them. And the person yeah. will walk with you for free throughout all of that. And then, yeah. as soon as you get signed, they actually put it in a sealed bag yeah. with a name and date and time, and say this was signed. Then they were witness. So
2: you—it's actually that... a really impressive service if you yeah. think about it. Yeah, what they—I'm curious what they though.
3: I'm, I'm curious though. So I send mine off that, as you know, was signed by Kevin Eastman because we both saw it with our own eyes. Yeah, but there were, it, it's not authenticated by CGC. We send it off to them to do it. Do so they didn't just say? it has to marks on the front cover. So uh, it'll a lower say,
1: grade. it'll say, no, they don't give you a lower grade. So that's why you get a green label. They'll just say name written on cover, Kevin Eastman yep. written on cover. Yep. And they won't degrade it because of it. They'll give you yep. your grade, but they'll give you a qualified label because they'll grade it as if there wasn't a name on the label.
0: Yeah.
1: So that's why it's qualified. Um, funny enough, my <laughs> luck of the Neville my teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one came back with a blue label with that I sent in and I sent it in I submitted it to them at San Diego, but I didn't have a witness yeah. with me because it got I got it signed what two years ago, whatever. And they yeah. gave me a blue label. So I got lucky with that.
3: Um and that that's a reprint, obviously. It's not number one because
1: no, it's the second what? print. The second print. second print. Yeah yeah, 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 Okay. So there's been, I think, fourteen prints now. It's the second one. So, yeah. The first print was five hundred books. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not going to get a, a first one, you know. Oh. In the wild, yeah. are you? You know. For that
1: grade, I think mine's five point five. Five point five. First, first, uh, print mm. would probably be about eight thousand, nine thousand US, easy.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's there you go. a lot of money, I mean, man. There's one or two guys <laughs> who've got 9.8, which is 150k US. It's
3: crazy money. At the... But how, do, how does it like, uh, well, I guess it does happen, you know, a 500 box, it gets read and then put somewhere pristine to preserve its 9.8, you know?
1: Oh, it's the fucking luck of the draw, I think. Yeah. Like, I don't think a kid buying Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in 1984 thinks, I'm going to save this and for a future investment they probably just put it in between a bunch of encyclopedia britannicas or something and forgot about it (laughs) until they moved house (laughs) fucking books of mormon or
3: something i don't know some heavy thick motherfuckers this shit Uh, this shit is fucking you know what it's done right knowing about all this stuff has really fucked me up with all of my kids toys I, (laughs) I, i don't let them play with any of them it's like Oh, no. But but the thing is... Do you really want to take that out of its packet? (laughs) There wasn't
2: Uh, really collector culture back then, was there? There was not, no. Of anything, was it?
3: Which adds to the scarcity of it. Only only antiques,
1: maybe. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And and I think
1: think that played in our favor in today's today's world. As Ben would attest to, and if you watch the toys that made us, they made Mm. He-Man action figures by the fucking millions. (laughs) But three years later, if you were a kid like me you'd have fucking Chinese crackers blow up their hands, if you can still say Chinese crackers. Or you'd have buried them in the backyard or driven over them with your bicycles or shit like that. So the survival rate is maybe 15%. And to Mm -hmm. have a good copy or good quality version of that in that survival back. And this is what we talked about with the computer games last week, right? Also the, the console games last week. There are very few that still complete and still presents well and everything. And that's what adds value to it. These days, with rush to slab and people buying it and keeping it in the box, then I'm guilty as well. If you look at the bottom there, <laughs> there, mm. like they'll be worthless because there's thousands of fuckers like me who keep yeah. he man revelation in boxes and stuff. They'll they'll never go nah, up they're they're, they're
3: they're worthless. No, they're yeah. not worthless. They're just they're pretty. They're worth their sticker value, um, yeah. <laughs> because you look at that. You, well, you're 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 a member of uh, Australian Master Universe um, page on, mm-hmm. um, and, and you see it that everyone's going quick, come down to blah blah in blah blah because Big W has got wave eleven or wave twelve or whatever. Yeah. You know, none of that shit is ever making it out of its packet, and there's thousands of them. Yeah. You know, so it's just never, yeah. it's never going to be worth any more than you pay for it right yeah. now. There yeah. might be a bit, a bit of a blip. At the at the beginning where people yeah, have FOMO, FOMO and yep. and, then, and then they've just they've paid over the sticker price because someone's gouging because they went down and they bought all the tongue lashes on the stand yeah. you know and it's reselling them on eBay yeah. and one at a time
1: stuff. yeah 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 but but um, that lips never it never lasts forever right
3: no well they they come and they go going and it's just you know the next the guy who's up. selling yeah he's selling his whole collection three years later for like you know uh 300 bucks or something you know yeah. because
1: did you it, it's just so talk, talk about uh coincidental collectibles do you see an iphone 3 sealed in a box yes. which for ninety five thousand yeah. us
3: huh.
1: <laughs> like how many yeah, people yeah. Would have an iphone 3 sealed in a box somewhere in a drawer
3: yeah because you think of the, look it, it's really just about scarcity isn't it all yeah. of this stuff is about scarcity. How does something make it through the dragnet of the things that we do to shit that we buy uh, in that type of pristine environment? And it's just, you know, the, th- the thing is, as well as, unless you're some sort of idiot, salon, or you're just not going to know, you know, what yeah. that stuff is going to yeah. be worth. Yeah, what is it? So being you, a hoarder I'm has give you a- some validity. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm going to give you a, a fucking hot tip, though. Um, a lot of the guys who were part of reinventing Masters of the Universe toy line for the 20th anniversary to now have done have spun off and done their own figures called Formo Toys. And it looks and feels exactly like Masters of the Universe, but it's totally independent. It looks like characters that you can put with your play sets and put with Castle Grayskull and all that type of stuff. Um, But it's absolutely, completely different. And they just had a Kickstarter and they've got a pre-sale on at the moment. And I can tell you now, Give it a couple of years. Formo Toys is gonna to be one of those similar to the early um Phantom Star killers from 2015, yeah. 16. For,
2: yeah. Formo, you said.
1: Former formo, F O R M O Toys. Okay. You know. Yeah. I think the yep. the the toy line's called Lords of Power. Um yep. they're absolutely amazing. I'll send you guys a
3: link. Yeah, and yeah, they, yeah. Yep. They they actually Does had
1: it... pre-sale closed and that reopened it because people are going crazy.
3: Because you know, of the stuff that the figures, the sort of contemporary figures that that uh, um, fetch big bucks these days, a lot of McFarland stuff, you know, yep. a yeah, a lot of lot of um, Soda Toys now playing, you know, the Soda Toys, um, and like like I've got one of them here. Look, it's not huge bucks, but it's a Soda Toys now playing Exorcist Reagan in her bed with the head that spins round, you know, yeah, um. And, um, oh, yes, some of the, uh, the, the the thing stuff. I remember buying my brother uh, the McCready diorama with the, um, from the thing of, um, mm. uh, it's, it's him in the kennel, you know, McCready in the kennel from the thing where he's, yeah. you know, the dog's going nuts yeah. and stuff like that. And that's with all the stuff from the thing is with big bucks. So there's these little, little blips here and there where, you know, back in the day you could have picked it up for 25, 30 bucks. It's now with, mm. You know, yeah, hundreds, yeah. if not thousands of dollars, you know. And that, yeah, um, that's
1: other, yeah.
3: I, I'm really, you know, you know how I love my indie stuff, my Indiana Jones stuff. They, they've got a whole new range coming out of sort of retro-inspired figures Um, from the old characters. So there's like short round there and all that type of stuff that they never produced. Yeah. Excuse me. Are you going to get in on yeah, that? I think so, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I still but, wouldn't want, you know, but the, yeah, the the stuff now because the the thing is, it never came out in Australia, so it's
1: yeah. Um, well, you've it, got the you, Indiana Jones now because you were fucking. I do. I know that's that's fucking I awesome.
3: I love that. <laughs> I love it. I, I'm tempted to send that because it looks neat. I'm sent, tempted to send it off to AFA to uh, to get that graded. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah.
3: Leon's got a cat growing out of his head.
2: <laughs> and that is, that is why I took the comics away because I knew she was up. <laughs> Yeah. So I'm
1: just it's gonna like cor- a- Yeah, I'm just gonna correct myself. So earlier when I talked about my Toys, their name was originally Lords of Power, and I think it was too close to uh Masters of the Universe references, so they actually changed it to Legends of Dragon Law or something. Uh, I just sent you the link. Check out those action figures. They're awesome. amazing. They're amazing.
3: Yeah, yeah, Yeah. but you know, I still, I I still like the old stuff. But the old stuff, I don't. It costs to buy now. You know what I mean? Yeah, especially complete. Yeah, these are
2: fantastic. They're amazing. (laughs)
1: Yeah, so we've got a supernova coming up in six weeks. Six weeks, um, and a few. Quite a few international artists making an appearance again. So I look forward to that. That'll be fun. Fun gig. Um the artist I've who never did, been. Yeah, the artist who did um, Young Just oh sorry, Young Avengers is gonna be there. Um the dude from the boys, Carl Urban, Judge Dredd, he's gonna be there. Nice. Some might get get a bunch of shit signed again.
3: Well, Carl Urban's gonna be there.
1: Yeah, not Keith. Don't make a mistake. Don't show up with your cowboy, <laughs> cowboy head. So you can get your inside tattoo, your inside bicep tattoo. Ben, like what you're looking yeah. at, can okay. <laughs> find it for you.
3: Oh, let, let's go for a bicep comparison here. Like, let's. Oh, who, who's this bigger,
2: man? I'm not even going to try this.
3: <laughs> so, <not> <laughs> uh, um, uh, what are we going to
1: go? Oh, absolutely. Okay. I'll. I'll i'll try and talk Scott into uh us doing a panel again but um look yeah. i'm gonna go anyway because yep. be quite a few artists we'll uh, do like that and
3: um if leon comes along he will be like mike looks weird this year <laughs> 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 he, must have, he must have sorted his shit out <laughs> had a weird accent
2: yeah uh,
0: <laughs>
2: much more handsome as well
0: <laughs> yeah
3: Yeah. Uh anyway, um uh Mike is for people interested, Mike is still still um grappling situation in this Mexican prison.
1: (laughs) I reckon he's loving it. Funny thing is he he posted a photo, he bumped into Reno. I don't know if Reno's in the (laughs) Mexican prison or (laughs) Probably. I wouldn't be surprised. All right, guys. Have a great night. Catch you you next week. Bye. Okay, see you later, guys. Bye and that is a wrap thanks again for listening i'm going to leave you guys with mars by torrential thrill have a ball enjoy and as always provide a review subscribe follow and provide us feedback we'd love it thanks guys